This is Incredible Stories Podcast, Episode 46, The Anza Mystery Cat. Well, hello again, everyone. It's time for another Incredible Stories podcast, where I hope to bring you stories you probably haven't heard. I'm Josh Virla, your gangling host, and thanks for being here. Remember to share the show if you like it, even if you don't like it, share it anyways. Maybe someone else will like it. And feel free to send me a show idea, haiku, or just general comment at contact at IncredibleStoriesPodcast.com. So, Mystery Cats. A topic much discussed throughout the world, from blue tigers to black panthers roaming the British countryside, stories of odd felines inhabiting the world persist through sightings, legends, and lore. One such creature that has long fascinated me is that of the Anza, an enigmatic cat of Mexico and possibly South America that has long eluded capture, or modern capture anyway. Here's what I know. The Anza is described by eyewitnesses as a large cat similar in height to the jaguar and the cougar, more so resembling the cougar in color, but having odd markings on the inside of their forelimbs. It is described as long-legged and thin, similar to that of a cheetah, and having large ears in comparison to a cougar. It has been sighted in parts of South America, but mostly in the Sierra Madre Occidental Range in northwest Mexico. Now, let me be clear that the term Anza in reference here is referring to a large mystery cat and not the Jaguarundi, which is sometimes called an Anza in regions of Mexico. This is probably due to early 20th century encyclopedias labeling the well-known Jaguarundi as an Anza and confusing people because the word Anza is a cognate word deriving from the Portuguese word for jaguar, Anca. Also, the English word ounce once was used to mean lynx. Linguistics gets very confusing, so just know people use words from other languages to mean words for things they think closely relate to the original meaning of the word, hence why we all get confused. Anyway, the Jaguarundi is indeed an odd cat, looking like a sort of a cross between a cougar and an otter, and being somewhat smaller than a bobcat, although pretty slinky looking. I'll put a link to one of those in the show notes, check it out, it's really cool. But let's check out the first description of an Anza by Europeans. Now, this took place at a time of the Conquistadors in 1519, at a time when the Spanish were taking over parts of what is now known as Mexico, and in particular, overthrowing the Aztec ruler Montezuma. But before they did that, they admired some of his wonders, mostly gold, but also pyramids and a magnificent zoo, Montezuma's Zoo. When Hernán Cortés arrived in the Aztec capital city of Tenochtitlan, I am sure I didn't say that correctly, but close enough. So he arrived in this city in 1519. 
he and fellow conquistadors, namely Bernal Diaz del Castillo, were amazed by his wondrous gardens containing exotic animals such as jaguars, pumas, bears, sloths, hairless dogs, eagles, and so many more animals they weren't familiar with that they would have trouble describing. And seriously, Montezuma's zoo was so big that it would need its own episode, I'm sure. But it is said it needed 300 caretakers to manage it, and it was vastly bigger than any European menagerie in existence. But this zoo was so awesome that many conquistadors put a lot of effort into detailing it, more so than any other aspect of the city. And one in particular was Bernal Diaz del Castillo. Let's check out how he described some of it. Let us leave this and go on to another great house, where they keep many idols, and they say that they are their fierce gods, and with them many kinds of carnivorous beasts of prey, tigers and two kinds of lions and animals, something like wolves and foxes, and other smaller carnivorous animals, and all these carnivores they feed with flesh, and the greater number of them breed in the house. And that's from The History of the Conquest of New Spain by Bernal Diaz del Castillo, edited by David Caruso. Well, that didn't seem so weird, Josh. Okay, well, how about this version? In another large building, numbers of idols were erected, and these, it is said, were the most terrible of all their gods. Near these were kept all manner of beautiful animals, tigers, lions of two different kinds, of which one had the shape of a wolf and was called a jackal. There were also foxes and other small beasts of prey. Most of these animals had been bred here and were fed with wild deer's flesh, turkeys, dogs, and sometimes, as I have assured, with the offal of human beings. And this is from Memoirs of the Conquistador Bernal Diaz del Castillo, Volume 1. Ah, okay. So here we have two translations. The first one from a 2008 printing that was abridged to make more sense for the reader. And the second from an 1844 publication translated directly from an earlier Spanish printing of the original memoir from the conquistadors that he published in a book in 1568. That memoir was translated into English from a Spanish edition printed in Spain in 1632. So you see, one was more true to the original printing, and the other one was altered slightly. I usually go with the source closest to the original, so in that case, the second description, you'll notice that the difference when it gets to the line about tigers and two kinds of lions Let's note that tigers here refer to jaguars and lions to the cougar. Remember, this was a first encounter of new animals, so there was no name for them yet. But notice in the first translation, they say two kinds of lions and animals, something like wolves. Where in this second one, they say two kinds of lions, of which one was shaped like a wolf. Very different. Now, I did see somewhere during research that this second lion was referred to as a, and I will horribly butcher this word, Kiot Lamiztili. 
I'll probably have to spell that out for you. It's spelled C-U-I-T-L-A-M-I-Z-T-L-I. But I didn't see where that came from. Perhaps some Aztec Codex. But it might be an entirely different animal altogether anyways. Regardless, the Anza is said to behave aggressively, more so than a cougar, and is apparently quite fierce. Okay, so we have a fierce, long-legged, skinnyish cat with large ears that resembles a cougar with a wolf-like head, possibly. And in some other reports, I've seen indication that it had non-retractable claws. But let's fast forward a few hundred years. As the Spanish settled Mexico, the wolf-like cat, the Anza, was reported to be sighted more, although still rare. Here's a 1757 account allegedly from a Jesuit missionary named Father Igna Pfefferkorn, ancestor of Wendy Pfefferkorn from the Sandlot movie. Anyway, he says, quote, It is not as timid as the puma, and who ventures to attack it must be well on his guard. Unquote. And another missionary named Father Johann Bergert wrote, quote, one Anza dared to invade my neighbor's mission while I was visiting and attacked a 14-year-old boy in broad daylight, and particularly in full view of all the people, and a few years ago another killed the strongest, most respected soldier in the area." Unquote. Okay Josh, these sound good and all, but anything a little more modern? Okay, I got you. In 1926, a man named C.B. Ruggles, a very cute name for a man who was a cowboy slash hunter type of man, trapped then killed an Anza in the Sonora state of Mexico near the Yaqui River. Ruggles and two friends were looking for a lost mine, and at night they heard a strange noise once they had made camp. They investigated and noticed their dog was missing, so they went looking for the dog in the morning and found its dead body. Then, they set some traps near it. They waited, and finally their trap sprang and they found a large, fierce, big-headed cat with a long tail and body. They posed with the body for what some ID'd as an Anza, and Ruggles noted that it was very skinny and had dark spots on its limbs. Then they took some pictures with it and discarded the body. Bummer. Okay, so in 1938, a group of three men, the famous lion hunting brothers Dale and Clell Lee and Joseph Shirk, shot a cat that locals called an Anza. One of the brothers, Dale, was adamant that what they shot wasn't a cougar, or puma as it is also known. But he did note that it looked somewhat like a cougar in coloration, but its legs and body were longer and it was more lightly built than a cougar. So they took pictures with the dead animal and it was published in a newspaper. I'll put a link to this photo in the show notes too so you can check it out. Interestingly, most of its carcass was discarded as well, but the skull was saved. Yay, evidence! Oh wait, no sorry, it was lost after it was sent to a museum. Alright, so most people in the scientific community paid little attention to this little-known cat, and, well, there wasn't really any evidence, but in 1982, a guy named J. Richard Greenwell, secretary of the International Society of Cryptozoology, took an interest in the Anza and, in a few years, managed to track down two skull specimens from killed Anzas. 
One of those, remarkably, was the lost 1938 skull from the Shirk Lee Brothers hunting trip. The other was from someone who shot the cat in 1986, fearing that it was a jaguar about to attack him, only to find out it was an Anza. Well, according to him. There was also a partial skull that was found in another collection that Greenwell managed to acquire. Now, in 1986, a live specimen was reportedly caught and kept for several days at a ranch, but no one seemed to care, so the person who captured it ended up shooting it and, you guessed it, disposed of the body. There were allegedly photos of it taken, but no one has seen them. Surprise! Okay, some skulls and no specimen. Except, remember that guy who shot it thinking it was a jaguar? Well, the guy who shot it was a Mexican ranger named Andres Rodriguez. And knowing what he shot was weird looking, and having help from locals identifying it as the mysterious third large cat of Mexico, he contacted Richard Greenwell of the International Society of Cryptozoology. And pictures of this specimen will be in the show notes as well, so you can look at those. But eventually, Greenwell negotiated the procurement of this animal's body. And he was excited because this thing seemingly fit the description of an Anza, being lanky, lean, and big-eared. Now, they sent the carcass to a lab of animal pathology under the Mexican Ministry of Agriculture in Mazatlan. The Anza was studied and dissected by a team led by American Puma researcher Dr. Troy Best. They took bone, tissue, and blood samples. Now, preliminary biochemical tests done on the specimen didn't uncover anything different from this species than that of a regular cougar. Case closed. Well, not so fast. Now, you can argue that biochemical testing isn't a great method for IDing new rare species and analyzes proteins, so the drawback is that it does not accurately reflect the entire extent of the genomic complexity of a given species. So what does that mean? Well, if the Anza and the Cougar are closely related, this wouldn't be a good method to determine it as a separate species. Alright, case opened! Well, not so fast. So, later tests on the Anza specimen and North American cougars analyzing their molecular genetics revealed that comparative protein and mitochondrial DNA show that the Rodriguez specimen was in fact indistinguishable from the cougar. Well, okay. Case closed! Tut, 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 not so fast. We are making the huge assumption that the Rodriguez specimen was in fact an Anza. But it is very likely, given that no one has an actual specimen of this cryptid cat, and sightings are rare, that Rodriguez could have just misidentified a mutant or sickly cougar. An emaciated cougar would look pretty thin and would possibly be aggressive from hunger. So, case open! In 1995, an Anza was reportedly shot by a rancher, Raul Jimenez Dominguez, who froze the carcass and had it examined by some biologists from the Universidad Nacional Autónoma de Mexico. They studied it and sent the remainder of the body to Mazatlan for them to study further. But surprisingly, there has been nothing further reported from this incident. So, case closed? Well, no. Perhaps if they found this specimen to be an actual living Anza species, they probably weren't too quick to announce it in order to preserve a very rare population of this creature. That makes sense, right? 
It is possible. But Josh, this still doesn't answer the question as to what an Anza actually is. Sadly, this question won't be answered until more animals and evidence is found or studied, but there are some interesting theories, four main possibilities anyways. One is that the Anza is in fact a new species of large cat, or even it is possible that the Anza is a known cat or one thought to be extinct, and that being the American cheetah, and specifically Truman's cheetah, ones whose skeleton closely resembles that of a cougar. Interesting, although this species lived like 11,000 years ago, but maybe a remnant population lived on in Mexico somewhere and developed into what is known as the Anza. Another theory is that the Anza is a hybrid of the cougar and jaguar, who do share territory, but the offspring would most likely be stockier and not look like the long-legged lean beast known as the Anza. Also, it would probably have spots which isn't reported in the Anza. Also, I don't believe there have been any wild hybrids confirmed, but then again, there hasn't been any wild Anzas confirmed. Still, another theory is that the Anza is simply a freak genetic anomaly in the regular puma population one that is amplified in their region, making the creature just look different even though it isn't really different. Think of this like the Bondo Mystery Ape, which are really just big chimps. What? You don't know about the Bondo Mystery Apes? Well, that's a different incredible story for sure. Okay, think of them as the occasional albino that pops up in populations from time to time. So the fourth possibility we have is that the Anza are a subspecies of cougar, distinct but closely related. Really, if any of these are the case, it would be interesting and exciting for everyone. But let me throw in a fifth possibility for you. One that is similar to the first theory, in that the Anza is its own separate species. Only that this theory is that the Anza is really a giant jaguarundi. Haha! -ha! Remember the Jaguarundi from earlier? This little weird looking cat sometimes called an Anza? Well, the small Jaguarundi is pretty territorial compared to the other larger cats, the Jaguar and the Cougar. And they often will fight with each other and when provoked or cornered, they are known to be very aggressive. Now scale that bad boy up to the size of a Cougar and you have perhaps a good candidate for the Anza. But Josh, Jaguarundis are small, only about twice the size of a big house cat. True, but what if I told you there are reports in other parts of Mexico of giant Jaguarundis? The people who live in the areas where these sightings supposedly exist state stuffed animals in museums labeled as Jaguarundis are quite large. I don't, however, have any further evidence of this, like pictures or anything other than some people in forums insisting these things exist in very remote regions. And who am I to doubt locals of their stories? After all, scientists didn't believe locals about their stories of mountain gorillas at first. And that's the story of the mysterious cat of Mexico known as the Anza. And now you know what I know. If you have followed some of my episodes, you know I am into cryptozoology, and while many creatures range from interesting to downright ridiculous in this realm, the Anza seems to be a creature that is anchored close enough to possible that it may very well be a thing. It lives in a world just on the other side of tangible, where all it will take is a good photo or specimen to prove its existence. Sadly, or perhaps gladly, 
The animal inhabits such remote rugged wilderness that it is very difficult to get much evidence. And the evidence we do have is either misidentified existing known animals or ambiguous at best. But I'm an optimist and maybe all that's needed is a nice saucer of milk and a gentle cry of here kitty kitty. But now for something that needs no lactose drinks, the haiku. Strange Mexican Cat Keep Aluxa for Anza Seen but never found And that's all the time we have this week, guys. Make sure to check out our other shows on IncredibleStoriesPodcast.com Send me an email or haiku at contact at IncredibleStoriesPodcast.com Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at IncredPod Rate us on iTunes and peep us out on YouTube and Stitcher. For Incredible Stories Podcast, I'm Josh. And remember, the journey of a thousand tales begins with the first word. <laughs>